Hi guys, welcome back. I am here again and I hope that I have new listeners and I hope that my previous listeners are back and I hope that we are all here together once again. Anyway, I want to touch base on a couple of things. First of all, I want to talk about what it's like when you have been a wild person your whole life or when you have done something specific, you know, maybe in your 20s or not now, before, any time before. Let's say me, I, you know, I was wild. I used to love going out to parties and clubs, being loud, dance, you know, do my thing, do all those things. So sometimes there's a reputation that you get as a person, whether that reputation is good, bad, or in between. So if you have a reputation like this, like my reputation, it would be not necessarily the best reputation. Some people think I'm very wild. Some people think I am just way crazy. Some people think I talk too much. Some people think I'm loud. And I like to be the center of attention, which obviously is not necessarily what everybody loves. Person to be with or be around. <clears throat> Going on a trip could be something very fun. But it could also be something very, very exhausting, depend, depending on who you are with. So you can have a reputation of being a bad traveler. You can also have a reputation of being a, 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 a party killer or a someone who's not exciting or boring. I don't know. There's different reputations that everyone lives through. Or because you did something one day, people think, oh, this person is like this. So reputations are things that kind of hunt you for a long time. I've noticed this with myself, with my friends, with my close friends, eventually with my close friends. The reason why is because sometimes when you are talking about something that could happen in the future and someone brings up something kind of like a warning letting you know, oh, but don't do this or make sure that this doesn't happen because you did this once before. It's the reputation that people think comes along with you. So it's hard to deal with that. Having a reputation like mine is a little difficult from time to time because what happens is even if I know for a hundred percent facts that I don't do that or that I'm not going to do that it doesn't people don't give you the a break that you will not longer do that people always think you are going to do that. in some instances that could be true because people sometimes never change but I also know that people change from time to time for me I am a work in progress. So a lot of the things I may have done in the past, I have now figure out that there are different choices that I could have made. And now I know that in the future sort of matches something that happened in the past that was not something I'm proud of. I know that now I'm going to handle it a lot better just because I feel like 
that is something that I've been working hard on to prepare myself to do better in. Again, not everyone can be proud of every single thing they did in the past, but that's okay. It's called growing. We are all growing. So if you have a reputation that is not the best or shiniest, it's okay. It's okay to move forward and make a new you. It's okay to build, rebuild, and keep growing. You don't stop growing until you die. Mentally, you will continue to learn like I have, which is really great. You have to continue to learn. It's part of who we are. So don't let your reputation get the best of you. I haven't, even though sometimes it's difficult. I am not the same person I was in my 20s. Trust me. (laughs) I want to touch base on family one more time. In one of my previous episodes, we talked about the chosen families and the families that are blood family or relatives. Most of my life, I've grown up with family that I've chosen. These are friends of mine that have become literally my family, given situations that we are all part of or because of circumstances of life. Some of my best friends are literally my brothers and sisters in that way because we're so close. I am very close to my mom and my brother and my niece, my husband, of course, and all his family. We're all very close. I try to get a little closer to the further cousins out there, the aunts, people that I don't see as often. And as you know, there was a little family dinner that we had for the first time, and it was so awesome. It was very great. Everyone was there. Um, In fact, one of my best friends showed up as well, and we're all so happy, had a great time. We loved the whole thing. And it was great to reconnect to everybody. Although I have to say that um, there was one individual who was not happy to be there or not happy with me being there, I guess, even though I thought everything was supposed to have been squashed and we were supposed to move forward. It didn't happen. In fact, this individual made us feel a little bit awkward the whole night. Um, I'm not going to get into at all what happened, but it was just awkward. So I decided that not everyone is for me. Um, Again, I'm not in control of everything, so it's okay if I can so it's okay if I can't get my entire family to be, you know, kumbayaing. At the same time, it was really awesome because I got to see some family members that I haven't seen for a while. And it was really nice to reconnect and make some kind of decision that we're going to see each other more often and spend more time together, which I love. I want to talk about grandparents and grand aunts and grand uncles and, you know, elder people in our family. Some of us may have them. We're lucky enough to have them. Um, I've actually lost most of my grandparents. I only have one grandfather left. He actually lives in Mexico City, and he's deaf, so it's really difficult for me to communicate with him. Um, So I don't talk to him as often as I wish I did. I do, however, talk to his sister, who is my great aunt, and she's in her late 80s, and she is amazing. I talk to her almost every week. I She lives in Mexico City as well, and she's a jewel of a person, and she is sharp, and she knows things, and she talks to me about the world and about karma and about 
anger and happiness and joy and bonding with people. I mean, she is super brilliant and I give her a lot of respect and I love her dearly. I encourage everyone that if you have someone like that that's older, call them, talk to them if they can hear you because they will have some great things to share with you. They have some great insight in life. And if they're anything like my aunt, they are, she just tells me the most brilliant things. And by the way, she looks really good. She doesn't even look her age whatsoever. So it gives me hope <laughs> for the future. But anyway, it feels like I have a connection with a different generation, way beyond my generation, that knows a lot more. I've talked to her about my family, where our last name came from, how do we get here, and she's given me so much insight that it's really great, and I really treasure it. I feel lucky to have her, and I feel like if you have someone like that that's older and that has gone through a lot, reach out to them and talk to them and pick their brain. They will love to hear from you, I'm sure. And you will find out that it's really refreshing to hear from a perspective of someone in that age category because it makes you feel like you have so much more to learn and so much more to go. So if you ever feel like you're tired and old and not doing well or something like this, talking to someone at this age, stage of their life is very eye-opening and I love it. It really centers you and I feel like I'm very lucky. So I'm grateful and I hope that you are too if you have someone like that in your life. Reach out to them today. They will love you for it. Okay, can I just talk about something that it still is 100% good and there aren't things that are that good. I'm talking about things that you watch because as you know, I am not a reader. I hate this about myself. I am not a reader. I know that everyone out there probably loves to read books because that's what most intelligent human beings do. I, however, do not. I hate reading. Reading is boring to me. If I put my face in a book, the first thing's going to happen is I'm going to fall asleep. I get very anxious when I'm trying to read something because I want to get to the end and I just can't. I've been a television person, boy, man, kid, since I was like one year old. I mean, I don't know. I've always had a television and I've always been obsessed with watching things, learning through Discovery Channel and History Channel and watching music videos and watching strange documentaries. I also like trashy TV. I don't learn anything from trashy TV, but I'm talking about other stuff, talking about films, talking about beautiful discovery documentaries and things like this that have taught me a lot besides what school has taught me. I literally never stop watching television or, or videos. I never ever do. It's something that I, well, unless I'm at work, of course, I can't do that. But um, when I'm not at work, if I'm at home, there's gonna be for sure a television on with something interesting playing because I just like to learn. I mean, I like to learn from everything to from plants to animals to how to make things or cook things or like to learn about history and about the royals and about fashion. I just always like watching stuff. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Ryan and I were watching our to-go-to -to show. We love it. Sometimes when we're doing stuff around the house and I can't pay attention to something, I have to literally 
put something on that I know what's happening on the screen at all times. I know it's really strange, but I have to have the vibration of the television, the light that it transmits. I have to have that in my life to be able to move around my house happily. I know it's weird. So I will put music sometimes, but if I feel like having a show on, usually our to-go show is... Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under is one of the best shows on earth. Six Feet Under is a show that is old from HBO and it is about a family who owns a funeral home and every episode starts off with a death of a person and that's how sort of the episode starts and where it takes you. There is so many characters that are incredible on this show and if you have watched this show you know what I'm talking about. But we have a very loving, emotional <laughs> connection with this show for many reasons. Um, it, uh, we watched it with all of our friends growing up in our Echo Park house. When we were a big group of friends, we would just watch it and spend time together, order food. And it was just a really beautiful time in our life. It was really wild, but really fun. And... Unfortunately, we lost one of our friends from that era. So that show reminds us of her as it is. Her name was Shmi. We love her to death still. Um, and it reminds us of being young and learning all these things that we now know. And this show is so good. Every episode is really moving. It deals with a lot of really amazing and true issues to the generation that we were. Um, and I think it's really funny because it's now getting, you know, old. We were looking at it and it's funny in one of the episodes, one of the characters is looking for a payphone because they don't have a cell phone, which is kind of strange now because all of us have cell phones. It's just hard to fathom. So that's one thing. It still plays on HBO Max. It's there. So if you never seen it, I highly recommend it. It's a show that is going to take you through a whole journey and it's one of the best shows on earth because the end is one of the best ends in the universe. It sort of makes everything go full circle. And I love it so much. It is also one of the shows that dealt with a lot of gay issues during the time where gay was not necessarily a good thing. I mean, I know that now we've come a long way, but it was very hard back then. Even so, it was not that long ago. It was still very difficult. I think that if you haven't watched Six Feet Under, you should check it out. And if you have seen it, I think you should go back to it. If you are like me, then you probably watch it all the time, like Ryan and I do. We put it as a background. And in fact, this weekend, we just watched the whole finale again and the whole last season. And it was really great. Um, we really enjoy watching it so much. It's really special, special show. So I highly recommend it for you. I am getting so inspired by so many different fashion things that are happening. And as we know, the new Met Gala in May, which is going to be dedicated to Karl Lagerfeld. There's a lot of crazy things going on with that because some people hate that Karl Lagerfeld is going to be honored. Some people hate him. Some people love him. I think he's rad or he was rad. He was a little crazy and not necessarily politically right or correct all the time, but his creations were pretty incredible. Anyway, beside the point, what I want to talk about fabulous fashion moment today is that I think it's really a great time right now in fashion to do what I'm about to start doing with my wardrobe. There are things that I love but not necessarily fit quite right. For instance, you may have a t-shirt or a sweater or a jacket or a pair of shorts or pants that are 
pretty cool that you love but there's just they're not they don't fit right so what i'm going to start doing which what i've seen in all the fashion shows for fall and winter i mean you can do the summer stuff too trust me i'm starting it you can actually take let's say a sweater and a t-shirt that you love but they don't fit right and cut them up and sew them back up together like a frankenstein moment you're combining two pieces into one you can do this with a skirt and a sweater like you can do half sweater half skirt you can do this with a shirt jacket t-shirt polo uh, you can do this with shorts and actual jeans you can do this with jackets and t-shirts you can mix and match two pieces of clothing that don't go together into one just because they're both cool you can make them one amazing ensemble already put together by sewing them. You can hand sew them with yarn just to get a big needle and just make it chunky. You can make it look very fashionable. Don't make it look like a school project. So don't worry if it doesn't look quite right. Just keep sort of working on it until it looks perfect. You will get there. Trust me. There's a lot of things in your closet that you can mix and match and combine. So Try to put yourself into the high-end fashion world mindset. Take a couple of pieces of your closet and take your scissors, cut them open, cut them out, and combine them back up together and make yourself a brand new piece that everyone's going to be like, wow, you can do this. I know you can. I'm going to be doing it myself the next couple of weeks, and I'm going to share with you my results very soon. Anyway, I hope that that's going to be a very inspiring thing for you to do. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to this. I really appreciate it. It gives me a lot of pleasure to talk to you. Um, and I really hope that you come back. Looking forward to having you with me again. Whoever you are out there, always know that you are loved. Someone loves you. That could be me because I love you. Thank you for joining today and I hope to talk to you guys next week again. Bye.